Life Audio. Hey friends, welcome to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. Do you ever feel like you want to know more about the Bible, but that it's kind of hard to understand? Do you want to share your faith with your friends, but have a hard time figuring out how to do that? Do you want to learn how to connect the Bible to your real life? Well, then this is the show for you. My name is Rachel, and I'm your host. I've been a children's pastor for a long time, and one of my favorite things is helping kids learn how to understand the Bible. I think that sometimes people think that the Bible is just for adults, but God actually really wants kids to know about Him. So on this podcast, we're going to learn all about God's big story and how He shows Himself to us through the Bible. As we learn together what the Bible stories actually mean, we can learn how to live out our faith in our everyday life. Hey friends, welcome back to the Hearing Jesus for Kids show. I'm your host, Rachel. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the word authority. Do you know what the word authority means? Well, even if you don't know exactly what it means, you do have some authority figures in your life. If we think about following authority, we're talking about who is in charge in various places. So think about who you're required to listen to when you're in a place like school. Who would that be? Right, maybe a teacher or even a principal or a gym teacher or a coach. Who would be an authority figure at home? Maybe mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, or maybe even a brother or sister or babysitter, depending on the day, right? How about when your parents are at work? The authority figure at work would be their bosses. What about when you're just out around town? Well, the authority figures would be the police officers. Well, today we're talking a little bit about the authority of Jesus. So as I'm reading, think about what I said about authority and think about the ways that Jesus is showing his authority. Now, Jesus has just gotten to Jerusalem. Remember, we learned yesterday that he has come in riding on the back of a donkey. The people in charge of the temple were a little nervous and angry with him, and they tried to confuse him into saying something that would offend people. So Matthew chapter 21, starting at verse 23 says, And when he entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him as he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things and who gave you this authority? So these leaders were trying to force Jesus into saying something that they could find as against the law, as criminal. And if he said that his authority or power came from God, which it did, the leaders could have gotten him in trouble for claiming to be God, even though we know, of course, he was. They thought they could trap him with that kind of question, asking him to prove who he really and truly was and challenging him to provide his credentials. However, Jesus kind of stumped them when he answered with a question of his own that was kind of like a riddle. Let's keep reading. It says, Jesus answered them, I also will ask you one question, and if you tell me the answer, then I also will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, from where did it come? From heaven or from man? And they discussed it among themselves, saying, If we say from heaven, 
he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say from man, we are afraid of the crowd, for they all hold that John was a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I do these things. See, Jesus answered the question with a question. And the question that he asked them was even more tricky and confusing than the one that the priests had given him. In fact, it stumped them. They realized that they were stuck because they couldn't determine where the authority came from. And they didn't want to admit that they were without power or didn't understand or were wrong. So they gave up, recognizing that their trick had backfired. And then Jesus followed up with another story. Verse 28 says, what do you think? A man had two sons and he went to the verse and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. And he answered, I will not. But afterward, he changed his mind and went. And he went to the other son and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir, but did not go. Jesus was reminding people that making promises is a much different action than actually carrying out your word and doing what you say you'll do. Saying you'll act a certain way without following through is like talking about joining a professional sports league and you've never even played the game. The Pharisees did a lot of talking about righteous living, but they missed the mark. They ultimately missed Jesus as the Messiah. Let's keep reading. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said the first. Jesus said to them, truly, I say to you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes go into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him, and even when you saw it, you did not afterward change your minds and believe him. Have you ever talked about something and then were confused when it came time to actually do it? When is it hard to keep promises or obey? It's important to understand that while living out our words is important, the story isn't just about us. It's about Jesus. In this story about the sons, Jesus was the third son of this parable. He made promises and followed through on them. We know that he does what he says because he died for us. We can always trust his promises and live by his example and love. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you so much for the gift of Jesus. God, help us to live out our promises Help us to do what we say we're going to do and abide by the words that we say. God, help us when we are having trouble with that to ask you for help. We know that it's hard sometimes. We know that we all mess up or sometimes we make promises like we feel we can keep, but then we don't know how to respond when we can't keep them. God, in those moments, would you remind us that we can ask you for help? We can ask you for strength to do the things that we promised to do. Or even when we're making those promises, you can remind us not to make promises for things that we may not be able to finish. God, we thank you that you understand our hearts and you know that sometimes we're going to mess up. And that's why you sent Jesus, because you knew that we needed a rescue plan. God, we thank you for the example we see in Jesus, that he does what he says he's going to do. God, we thank you that Jesus doesn't change. And we know that, God, you are the same forever, that the way that you act is that you keep your promises. 
and that we can understand that that's always going to be the case. Lord, I thank you and praise you for who you are. And I pray that you are with my young friends today. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Okay, friends, thanks for listening. friends, thanks for listening to the Hearing Jesus for Kids podcast. If you like today's show, I would love it if you would head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. That's the number one way you can support this show. If you're wanting to dive a little bit deeper, you can also join our Patreon community to get our family discussion guides, join our private discussion groups, and have access to bonus content and additional resources every month. Hey, I'm praying for you today. Know that you are so loved.